0: yo john Fitch here john Fitch knows nothing a special noonday left coast broadcast uh my guest today troy francis is out in england so it was going to be too late for the regularly scheduled podcast so we're doing this today at noon i'm doing another show tonight coach mo's in town so we're going to talk about uh the event he kind of puts together this week out here in cali and um Today though, we're going to talk to Troy about his new uh, conversation course, which I think is excellent. I went through about half of it yesterday. Um, I had trouble logging in, so I, I started late, but I got about half of it and it's really, really useful things I could have used a lot way back when uh, I'm going to play a song. Maybe more people get uh, here. Cause YouTube doesn't do a very good job of announcing that I'm doing a show. Let's uh, keep it classy. Because right, we're classy gentlemen today. All right let's bring him up our guest troy francis troy what is going on
1: hey man good to see you great bit of I'll, ukulele great bit of ukulele playing there
0: thank you i uh i know about maybe 10 songs but you don't need to know that many. i think fi- i figure exactly. i going be like steve martin if i uh if i keep playing those 10 songs for another 10 years i can do a ukulele album when i'm like in my 50s yeah nice i can good then stuff, I'll go right. on tour and play ukulele places
1: that'd be awesome that'd be awesome it's good like sort of not retirement plan but you know what i mean like next phase sort of plan so
0: i could travel teach and then at night i'll go to the bar and play you yeah play, yeah yeah the yeah part. yeah good stuff good stuff uh, so uh yeah you have let's talk about it. you have the course out and available yeah what is your background as being a, a dating coach expert
1: well what it was i got into this about 15 years ago in terms of studying, you know, game or whatever you want to call it, social skills, dating skills. Mm-hmm. And the reason was that I just wanted to improve my prospects with with women, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I wanted to meet more girls. I wanted to meet sort of better quality girls, but also to make it a bit more reliable because i was meeting girls before you know and i was going to Mm -hmm. bars and clubs and i was getting some success and things but uh it wasn't very reliable and then i moved cities because i've been living actually in manchester in the north of england Mm
0: -hmm. and i moved
1: back down to london and when i moved to london i didn't really have as big a social circle here i didn't know as many people and Mm -hmm. i went through a little bit of a dry spell and i just thought you know what i want to try to see if there's anything out there to inform me about this so started i read the game starting
0: yep, one of the early books i read too yeah
1: yeah yeah so i read that and then off the back of that i became involved with uh, there was a group of guys here who had like a private forum who were sort of interested in this stuff so i i jumped on board with that and really just ever since then just practicing it going out and um and doing it myself mm-hmm. in the uk and in other countries across the world and in more recent years sort of writing about it making content and teaching guys as well
0: yeah no, that's a that's, uh, thing I tell a lot of people is um, if you're good at anything, chances are you can also sell teaching it.
1: Well, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, there are people that I know in this space who they started selling it a lot earlier. You know, they started to teach quite early and, and I didn't. And in some ways I wish that I had, but I mean, it just wasn't the path that I took. You know, I was in a corporate yeah. job for, for a long time. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, I was, I was involved for a long time, but I was sort of... Uh, under the radar you know and it was only really in the last seven years or so seven or eight years that i started to do blogging and then i started to do videos and obviously we do rule zero and and all the rest of it so
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of really late to the game because i was the brain blue pill guy and uh wouldn't wouldn't have believed you believed you or would have fought you over you know the lessons and uh taking advantage of just natural biological programming i guess
2: yeah
0: and um one of, the, one of the things I learned is, is going through and reading a lot of this stuff is that it's mostly just about communicating, just with people. Yeah. And yeah. they put a lot of – game puts a lot of lingo on it to make it more, like, sexy towards, towards guys and they're using their lingo. But really it's just, like, how do I approach a group of strangers and get them to like me?
1: Yeah, exactly. And Ryan Stone – <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky if I get tolerate now. To be honest, yeah. um, no, I'm only joking. Um, but Ryan Stone's been been tweeting about this, hasn't he? A little bit recently. I don't know if you see, yeah. but he's he's been saying they, you know, in games st- circles, it's called escalation, but in in reality, it's just chemistry and different things yeah. like this. And it's true because they yep. use all this fancy language, but actually, what we're talking yep. about is very normal, fundamental 100%. social skills. He, right? When he
0: says, "Oh, when yeah, I'm going to open a set." Yeah, that term. I'm just gonna go up and talk to these people. That's,
2: that's yeah.
0: exactly. It's, it's it's much more sexier uh, to say, "Oh, I'm gonna open the set." Yeah, so not, I'm not Sergeant. Yeah, so you're, you're you're talking to people and being social. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But a lot of that stuff it gets a little bit dated now, doesn't it? Because it's going back quite a long way. You know, I mean, we're it is. Talk, we're talking like the early 2000s, which is yeah, it's quite a long time ago now. It's, so. it's
0: brand new to me though, because I like I I skipped a lot of online experience because I, I i was training and playing video games but i wasn't online playing video games i was just doing yeah work. i was fighting and playing video games but i wasn't i wasn't online like i didn't have a computer it wasn't something i was doing like there was a few maybe two or three forums i was on for mma yeah that, that only lasted a few years and then i'm just i was just bored I, and i'm still i'm like a boomer big time when it comes <laughs> to technology and like yeah i, for, I forget that you can google things and ask like i wonder how that's done i wonder what the answer to that question is and then i'll just like oh i guess i'll never know i'm like oh yeah i could i can just type it into my phone and i'll have a million answers
1: (laughs) i know man it's amazing isn't it what you can do now but uh i know what you mean i mean but we're both sort of like um obviously we were when we were younger you know we were born before the internet so we've had quite a bit of experience yeah. pre-internet and then the internet came in and you know so we're not we're not like internet natives right so mm. you know
0: is, i think it's a superior thing because we can navigate without it or with it
1: yeah i th- i think so i'm glad that i was born before it in a way just to have seen before and after because i mean obviously well you know it's another conversation right but i mean i think it's, it's good and bad that the internet's
0: brought for sure right yeah. I mean, anything anything's good or bad yeah you know, ch- chocolate cake can be good or bad lifting yeah. weights can be good or bad it's just all all on how you do it and, and like are you doing yeah. it too much and is the rest of your life falling apart because of it
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly but uh i mean the one thing that it has been good for is sharing information obviously and the whole dating advice stuff you know um, I mean, I have to say actually, like in the early days, I always, I was a bit resistant to dating advice and dating coaching and things like this. I just thought you should kind of know it. And if you don't know it, it seemed a bit embarrassing and a bit seedy. Do you know what I mean? To be, to be reading advice and reading these techniques and stuff like that. It, it, well, um, there's a lot
0: of shaming around being good at being a man. And if you teach yes. other men how to be good at being a man, you're, you're shamed, not even just by the women, but like a lot of the men will shame Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But I think, um, it, as I say, really for me, that that gateway was reading the game. Because when I read the game, because it was a good book, it was well written, yeah. and then you think, yeah. okay, right. So that was the first thing that really opened my eyes to the fact that, that there was actually stuff you could learn here. It wasn't just... Technique.
0: actual technique. Yeah. Yeah. I, as a martial artist, for me, I was like light bulb. I was like, holy fuck, this is, this is no different than setting up a single leg. Right, yeah, like, yeah. Like, if I do certain patterns, certain things will happen, and it'll make it easier.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. And this is where, all you know, all these black pill guys and everything, it's where it's just like, their view is, well, you've just got to turn up, be good looking, and that's it. And if you're not, then you're Mm -hmm. screwed. But that's not my experience is that's absolutely not the case, because actually, there's a whole load of stuff that you can learn, which really is psychology and once you mm-hmm. you start putting that into play it does change the results that you get it does change how people react to
0: you and, and that doesn't take away from like presentation is a is a big part of the psychology because in your lizard yeah. brain if somebody's not well kept or doesn't you know manicure themselves and stuff like it's probably a low quality person because they're they're probably going to get sick or die or whatever
1: yeah yeah sure i mean you want to do both don't you you want to be doing both at the same time you want to yeah. be improving yourself in every way that you can, like with the physical Mm -hmm. stuff and all the rest of it. And you want to be, you know, just, just making sure that the social skills are on point as well.
0: It's like to say, it's kind of like a, uh, the video game, like a fighting video game where you have your player has different attributes and you have to level up those attributes you know, it's like you gotta, you know, you have your height, you have your weight and body composition, you have how your hair looks, you have how your face is structured, but you also have like your income, you have like how, uh, what your social circles are, you have all these different things that make you more powerful of a fighter. And, yeah. and, and one, not one thing, just because you have a bunch of punching power doesn't mean you're gonna be a champ.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, I always think of it like you, you are the product in a way, like your. are fundamentals like okay so what do I look like how do I Mm. what have I got going on in my life what charm charisma have I got all of that stuff you know that's you that's the product but then you've got to bring that product to the market and so then the game is kind of your marketing really and like previously I didn't well I'm not saying the product was that great either but I didn't do any marketing I was just sitting around thinking well I'm just going to be really as good as I can be and then hopefully some girls just going to come and notice that and pick me and then, you know, happy days. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. You've got to go out there and market magic.
0: It's magic. If I'm just a good person, if I'm nice, if I believe these things, I'll magically get what I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's like,
1: yeah. And you've got to, you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to put yourself in front of the women that you want to, to try mm. to meet you know whether you're so, doing that's that
0: a big one too it's putting your yeah. putting yourself in front of the women you want to meet yeah. yeah i have a bunch of friends who are just they have mental blocks about talking to certain chicks or if there's certain age group or whatever and it, they're just cutting out a huge section of people that are potential dates like oh i'll never be able to do that i'm not even going to try yeah yeah
1: do you mean like yeah, for dating younger girls? Dating younger, younger girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about this before, haven't we? Because obviously, because you're in your forties, I'm in I'm in my forties. I mean, yeah. um, I mean, for me, really, I mean, I've always dated girls in women in their twenties, you know, um, and that hasn't really changed very much over the years, mm-hmm. you know. It's so I think
0: I, 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 I experimented when I uh, beginning in 2018 when I when I split from my ex and uh i started to date again i was kind of just like i don't know what's going on it's you know i was in a committed relationship for 15 years i had no idea what the market was like so i I didn't know what was going on you know i I could see things around me a little bit but i you you don't know until you try so i I dated a lot of you know i dated uh, a couple one girl was a little bit older than me which i didn't even know um yeah she turned out to be 10 years older than i thought she was (laughs) um and then, uh you know, I dated a few single moms and stuff, and those had their issues and problems and then it's just I have more fun with the twenty two to to thirty year olds they're more fun yeah. they're more exciting they're 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 not burdened down with a lot of whatever most of them have a lot of debt, but it, the debt hasn't yeah. the debt dread hasn't sunken into them yet,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah I mean, like 34 and you're still like yeah i still got ninety thousand dollars of debt i think a lot of girls kind of get the, like what the fuck did i do
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well there's definitely all of that side of things but i guess it depends what you want to uh what you want to happen because i mean if you're not not you personally but if the whoever it is you're not in the position you're, you're trying to wife these women up or marry them then i guess it doesn't matter too much mm-hmm. right i mean
0: yeah that's the thing too is i have uh powerful hand because like I'm not in a rush to like marry anybody I don't have any time frame where I have to have kids I already have a couple kids yeah so it's just it's it's time for fun if and if I were to meet somebody for a long term whatever then they're gonna have to be young enough to like get babies put in them because I'm not gonna I don't understand the idea of a guy committing his time energy and resources into a woman that doesn't doesn't do anything for him Mm, she doesn't provide him children and she doesn't take care of the household or doesn't support him in his career i don't i don't understand what that is you can just have girls that are friends and you have sex with and have fun with and that's going to be a lot less costly and uh take way less from your life
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely and just yeah so much energy that gets used in relationships otherwise right and
0: yeah resources and all the rest of it so so, i think i think uh some guy needs to come up with a uh, surrogate surrogate mother type program so rich guys can just pay somebody to have their children and they don't have to worry mm. about it
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't have to worry about child support you don't have to worry about any of that stuff it's just like oh, i can pay this person 50 grand up front and they'll inseminate her with my dna and then i get the baby and she goes away
1: yeah 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 well i i i i'm sure that probably happens right already um, in private, i i wonder right?
0: i don't i wonder i don't think it's legal i don't think it'll happen mm. because that girl no matter what will have a legal right to that kid yeah yeah yeah
1: it's like
0: i don't i don't know if they would support a contract that said she's gonna step away from it i don't know if that's
1: yeah no you're probably yeah you're right you're right uh, but, uh, yeah and it yeah. seems like
0: it should be okay and it gives people an opportunity to make money
1: mm. Mm. do you don't you reckon though there's probably some dodgy cross-border stuff with that happening you know where they're meeting somebody in Mexico or whatever and doing it that way.
0: Yeah, that's true. But there's still, man, there's always there's always that legal thing that could happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: It, it, I mean, most I mean, I don't know what the law's like in Mexico, but in the US and Canada, it's awful. You know, you're, yeah, oh, yeah, you're definitely yeah. behind a big wall. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: What's it like? How long have you been in California for? Because that's a pretty uh mm-hmm. sort of woke state, isn't it?
0: It is, but it's not at the same time. It's really weird Mm. because California is so big. L.A. and the Bay Area, yes, they're highly condensed with um, really neurotic lefty type people, communist type people. But like if you go a little bit Central Valley, you go a little bit more NorCal past San Francisco and the people who are farming and and that stuff, they're way more conservative, way more conservative. Like you drive on the five or the one. And you're in kind of the more of the sticks, like you see Trump signs on the roads everywhere, locker-up signs are still there.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. So
0: yeah. It's just the densely populated cities that throw everything off. Yeah. It's yeah. like all the all the real lefties are in LA, San Francisco, and New York City.
2: Yeah. 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 Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Good yeah. And,
0: and I think it seems like we get a we get a misrepresentation of how the rest of the country and everything works because the lefties are in control of the media.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And even even if you think Fox News is right wing, you're retarded. <laughs> like they're all they're all corporate entities. They're all pushing yeah. the same products. They're all owned by the same people. Like if it's mainstream news media, it's 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 corporate PR.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. Okay. Exactly.
0: Um, Definitely. But so let's talk about so i got through half of your course and yeah one of the things that i i i got like nauseous like knowing that you have a camera on you and you're still going to walk up to a stranger
2: <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> like i'm going to film me talking to a complete stranger and let people look at it and uh nerve yeah. wracking. well
1: it's funny enough do you know what actually because i started filming those things so basically in the course you get a bunch of interactions where i've actually gone and talked to women and and what i do is i show you get the full clip where i'm going and talking to the girl and whatever happens transpires and then after that you've got a video where i break it down and i'll talk through what's happening i'll keep stopping the tape and saying right this is what's happening here that's what she's doing etc so it really breaks down these conversations, um, but. Funnily enough, I started doing those a few, a couple of years ago. And the reason I started doing them was because there's this whole, obviously the whole um, cry that's going up all the time about receipts and yeah, man, let's see your receipts and all of that. And I think when you're doing this kind of job or you're positioning yourself as this kind of figure, you've got to show a little bit of walking the walk, you know? So I filmed a bunch of them and what I found was actually when the guy, because there's this guy, Dan, that I work with, who works with a few other guys who who do mm-hmm. some of the kind of stuff over, over here. Um, and what I find is when I'm out with him, actually, you forget very quickly that you've got a camera on you. And secondly, it makes me do more ballsy stuff because mm. you're partly on the one hand, you're sort of like, well, I want to talk to these these women but also you're kind of half thinking the back of your head well this guy's on the clock and i want to get some good stuff you know so um there's also honestly
0: there's a i remember that brings you up a a thing i read back in school um about performance and athletes when coaches set up cameras in the room all right yeah there was an increase in performance and output from the athletes even if the coach wasn't recording if he just put the camera up like they didn't know really the presence of being watched and recorded made their made their behavior change
1: that's really interesting yeah that's interesting because um well for example there was one it's not actually in this particular course it's it's i put it out in separate uh, previously in a separate product but like one time for example the camera was on and i saw this really cute girl who turned out to be brazilian actually and she was going down into a subway station um and she was literally walking down into the subway and i just went up and i sort of tapped her on the shoulder and said oh excuse me and stopped her and she turned around and we ended up having a pretty good interaction mm-hmm. um you know she was quite sort of i mean she gave me the number and stuff like that um and it was pretty cool but I like probably normally under normal circumstances i just wouldn't do that because you'd just be like oh she's going down into the subway i'm not going to you know yeah. but because the camera was on it it spurred me on to do it so it's, it's weird how that works it really is
0: well that brings up a good uh point is with approaching um having like the courage to do it, like being in the mindset to approach, or even being yeah. aware of what's going on around, because that's my big problem. Is like I'm in my own head a lot of times, and I'm not even yeah. paying attention to what's going on around me. Um, you have yeah. some like warm up. You do warm up stuff to to help get yeah. you ready to, to start talking to people. Is there anything that you do mentally to get you ready for even the warm up? Like you warm up for the warm up? Because well, I, that, that's my thing is like not being um conscious of everybody around me or whatever because i'm just thinking about something stupid in my head or i'm concentrating yeah. on something
1: else well i was previously doing things like affirmations so i was i and I, I i've let it slip a little bit recently i'm not doing it as much as i used to but i was previously doing affirmations you know getting up every day looking in the mirror saying some affirmations or just walking down the street and having them having them going in my head and they were usually affirmations that i'd uh sort of made up myself you know so it was things that I wanted to if there was anything that I was sensitive about or that I wanted to big boost myself for I would make up an affirmation around that thing you know so that I found to be really effective actually I found it it sounds like sort of Mickey Mouse when you you know affirmations yeah whatever actually I found it really works so that was kind of cool
0: um yeah it's well I mean nobody talks to you more than you talk to yourself yeah so if you're not saying nice things to yourself, like you can put yourself in a really bad mental point of origin. Yeah. So like I think the affirmations are a way to, and I, don't, I think that's why you probably don't have to keep doing them anymore. It's because I think once you switch your mind over to more positive thought patterns, yeah, you're you're less likely to to put yourself in the like, oh, I suck. This is awful. I'm terrible. Nobody's gonna talk to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right because there was a point when I was doing the corporate job and I was going into, you know, commuting in every morning and all the rest of it and usually listen to music. But I, I used to be sort of I, – I guess I was kind of, was pretty unhappy at the time. And I had a lot of negative self-talk going on, you know, mm-hmm. in my head. And then and I heard on a po- podcast or maybe one of these self-improvement like videos or something, somebody saying what you're saying, which is like if you're – because if you're talking to yourself most of the time in your head – you might as well say some stuff that's actually good for you, right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's yeah, that's hard why.
0: Hard buddy. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. A little stuff. Beard yeah. looking looking tight. Yeah. Well, no one else really gives us compliments, so you got to do it yourself, yeah. especially as a guy.
1: Like exactly, exactly, and it's kind of like, it just like why not, right? I mean, rather than going around going, "Oh, you're a fucking loser," you know this that. Mm-hmm. Why not just flip that on his head and say some good stuff? Because if you're going to be thinking something anyway, you might as well think. Positive stuff. So I did that. But then in terms of as for the rest of it, I mean, I it depends, I suppose, if you're going out for a, if you were going out specifically to meet girls, then you might be looking a, a little bit more, I guess. But then that's that's not really what I recommend doing long term for guys, though. I think you could do that maybe a little bit at first in order to sort of practice the skill set. But ultimately, you want to be just doing. You want to be in a position where you could just you see a cute girl and it's just in the middle of you're just going about your business doing whatever go to the laundrette, the the dry cleaners mm-hmm. go to the grocery store whatever you see the cute girl and you're able to just just walk up and have a quick conversation with her right you know yeah. that's that sort of where you want to get to so but in terms of the warm ups what what I tend to do is to get myself into a social mood the first thing to do is just to mm-hmm. talk to everybody you know
0: yeah, yeah so
1: like you, you leave the, the house and you talk to the barista the uber driver the guy in the grocery store all of that you know
0: I think, yeah i think it's um, need to, do to uh i need to put myself in that mindset before i like I get out of the ubers like you're going to be social you're going to talk to people like ask yeah, questions.
2: yeah you know, rather, yeah and i do that
0: because i'll sit there and i'll just sit there and we'll talk for hours because i'm just like processing something or i'm just observing and i'm like why yeah. am I why am I a spectator right now? I have to like switch that flip. It's like stop being a spectator and like jump in the game and like
1: talk Yeah. You. Yeah. Well, it takes um it's not necessarily natural to me either in a sense, because I'm fairly introverted, really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like um 100%. 100%. I'm I'm quite you know, like I'm quite happy to sometimes it's annoying, you know, when you get your hair cut or something and then the person's mm-hmm. just talking, you're just oh shut yeah. up, fucking hell, you know. Yeah. Or sometimes yeah. actually in in taxis, in Ubers and they're just talking some bullshit and you just oh shut the fuck up you know but i have to force myself out of that if i want to be social
0: you know well a good trick for that i have is um it's from that uh how to win friends and influence people yeah that's like the first pickup book really in my opinion yeah yeah, um, but yeah. it's like uh, be curious he talks about being curious so like if i start getting annoyed with like the uber driver or whatever i start being like man don't don't get upset right now like be curious why is this person yeah. like this what What's this point of view coming from and it turns it into like a fun game then and then i started yeah. having fun with you know even if it's a crazy person you know you have fun with the crazy person
1: yeah 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 definitely definitely and you know like people are interesting as well i mean it's it's good yeah. to be engaged right i
0: mean people are fascinating yeah
1: <laughs> it's good to be engaged right rather than just being in your own little bubble the whole time so but the, but the thing is right the more in my experience the more comfortable i am just talking to anybody so talking to some random guy or talking to some random woman you know this old woman in the in the store or whatever um then if i do see an attractive woman and i want to go and talk to her i'm in a much better position to do that whereas if you're just going off the bat you know right the first person i'm going to talk to is a really attractive woman Mm -hmm. it's going to be that much more intimidating right
0: Yeah, I think I think for a lot of people, uh, just getting into the habit of of talking, talking to people, just ask questions, say what's up. Um, See a stranger in the elevator, and they got interesting shoes. Like, say, hey, man, those shoes are cool.
2: Yeah, you
0: don't have to. You don't have to have any uh, objective. You're not trying to get at anything other than like you're genuinely telling some someone an an honest observation you had, and usually, like, people light up. They usually light up with the interaction, especially if it's, you know, somewhat complimentary, of, yeah. uh, you know, what they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But like I say, all of this stuff, I mean, maybe to some people, this is that's just obvious. They're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I do that the whole time. But I think probably for a lot of people, it's not. Certainly for me, it's not. You know, like, they like this They
0: do it, but they don't do it. There's so, so yeah. many people who are just, especially the younger, younger people who have spent too much time on the Internet and video games. They have a lot mm. of difficulty talking to people, it seems.
1: yeah. Yeah, but then because then there are some guys who will say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk to just random people. I just I'm going to wait until I see that amazing girl, and then I'm just that's I'm just going to talk to her. I'm only going to talk to tens or or something." But it's like the reality like, is you're I'm, not. I'm you're,
0: only going to fight championship fights. Yeah,
1: yeah, but <laughs> only- you're just not going to. But you're just not going to fucking do that, are you? Because you're not yeah. going to be prepared, right? Yeah. I mean, it's you know so. So, yeah, you need to get into that state where you are just like socially lubricated. You know, you're talking, you're kind of like in the vibe. It just puts you in a much better position. So I show a few of those in the course because I've got a couple, just a couple of them. But um, where I go up and I talk to actually to women. although equally you know you, you could just be talking to it to anybody really but i go and talk to well, women yeah, that's
0: I... one of the things with uh, book the game and uh mystery mm. method is like if you're out in the club and you're you're uh you know meeting people there there's a good chance you're going to have to approach a guy first to yeah. get into the group because like if if the guys aren't comfortable with you coming up and talking to the girls and talking to that group and they see you as a threat like you're not getting anywhere you're not going to walk up yeah to a group of people you know 10 people and and there's one hot girl in there you're not going to isolate her and talk to her without yeah. talking to her guy friends and her orbiters you're gonna you're gonna have to defuse the situation make yourself not a threat before you'll even have a chance to say hello
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely which is why this stuff is it's much more all-encompassing than just talking to a attractive woman because mm. and even if you do meet her and she's on her own you know what about you know couple of weeks later she's like oh i'll come to a party my friends are going to be there stuff like that like you've got to obviously well if you, if you want to continue to see her for, any, for at all then you've got to be prepared to, to have that social acumen right so mm-hmm.
0: or even yeah you had one of the uh one of your approaches uh, in the middle of it the girl's friends walked up
1: that's right yeah yeah and that happens quite a lot particularly yeah. with the this daytime stuff because you know, if you're out and about, and, and it happens in bars as well, of course, in clubs and things. You know, you're out, and it's a very random sort of environment. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like ever shifting, dynamic things going on, and you've got to also be prepared for that. You've got to be able to roll with that, you know, um, because I, I, the, the the one you're talking about, I think I ejected, I, I I left pretty quickly after the friend arrived. But I've got another one we did a while back, and this uh, Polish girl's friend comes in and. I end up chatting to both of them for a while just because, well, you know, like you've got to be able to handle those situations and show that you, you've got some degree of social acumen, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So
1: yeah. you Yeah.
0: Freeze up and like get all weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the other part of like practicing and just talking to lots of people is like getting through the stuttering and the ums and uhs and the awkward body language, just being like cool and comfortable in the situation. Cause that's, cause you can go to the bar and you can watch, people work and you can see them. Oh, they're talking to a new person. You can watch their body language. Just
2: yeah.
0: themselves They blow themselves out of the water. They do. Yeah. And actually one concept that really
1: helped me is this idea about assuming familiarity, yeah. um, which I talk about in the, in the book. I mean, this is not a, this is not a, any, I, I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but I think assuming familiarity when you go in and, and talk to women is really powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Because rather than, you're not framing in your mind as oh god i'm going to talk to this hot girl and you know it's this massive thing that i've got to do if you walk up kind of almost as if you guys know each other already just like hey yeah how's it going you know Mm -hmm. um that just it makes the whole thing much more comfortable in my experience and they tend to respond a lot better to that
0: well because you're not you're not approaching them as uh somebody who's either superior or inferior to them you're just like you're an equal you're just noticing something or whatever that's yeah. something I, I've, I've been able to use a lot is just simple observations like what the hell is that or why is it so cool yeah. or like is it always like this like yeah you're standing in line or you're somewhere like that is usually really easy to strike up a conversation
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely i try to imagine it like I'm always imagining it like I'm at some party where I kind of know the host of the party and I'm a, I know a few people there and then there's some girl and I don't know her, but we're sort of part of that same group. So if you're at a party where you kind of know a lot of people, then you can walk up and it's much more of a warm approach, isn't it? Cause like, oh, Hey, mm-hmm. how's it going? I don't think we've met before, but you know, so mm-hmm. I try to have that same mindset, even if I'm in the middle of a massive city and you obviously, you, do you know what I mean? Because it just makes the whole thing a lot warmer and uh, more natural, I
0: think. 100 uh whatever um what kind of what, what kind of obstacles or like crazy stuff have you experienced uh, out on the field
1: well i mean to be honest what you in ever terms had a like, of-
0: knife anybody threaten you <laughs> you ever
1: <laughs> no I actually, I actually i've been quite lucky with that mate to be honest i mean sometimes yeah. you might be in a situation where you know somebody's boyfriend well actually on one of the videos in the course there's actually a video where i'm talking to this girl and she's kind of got her mobile and we're chatting for about five minutes or so and then it turns out that she's actually got her boyfriend on the phone um (laughs) she's actually talking to on the iphone so i don't know what the hell i don't know what the deal was either either she either he was there getting really fucking angry and i was gonna get my butt kicked or he was just she was he was just this complete chump, and she was like torturing him with the fact, Oh, this guy's chatting me up, and I'm just gonna make you listen to it. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, about. so I don't really know, but well, um, attention.
0: it's attention that you know that's gonna create a lot of emotion, a lot of events after that. Yeah. Situation, yeah. So, yeah,
1: so that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, there's another video actually in the course where a guy com- comes into the interaction to try to fuck it up, which actually never happens, it's very rarely, ha- certainly during the daytime, that mm-hmm. re- really never happens. But there was some guy that we'd been out and about we've been obviously filming some of this stuff and that we'd seen these other guys who were going up and down they were chatting to different girls things like this and um i was talking to this one girl and then one of these guys came up behind me and he starts he comes in to try to i suppose to interrupt the interaction and i just kind of like shoot him away really i was just like yeah yeah man whatever you know and and he 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 went away you know but it was kind of interesting that we got that on film because again it's one of those Mm -hmm. things You've got to be just be prepared for, the, for these random things to happen in these mm-hmm. social situations and just to sort of roll with it, right?
0: Yeah, just be. Uh, it's, it's another kind of uh, aspect of stoicism. Yeah, right? you're, uh, you're removing yourself from the immediate emotion of the situation, reflecting on it. Cause like you can get mad or yell at the guy or say, look like, well, off, I'm doing something here, but it's just,
1: yeah, uh,
0: it's just going to make things a lot worse for you.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and it was cool. It was fine in the end, but that was kind of unusual. I mean, sometimes you get situations where maybe you'll talk to a girl and then her boyfriend was just around the corner and he comes over and whatever. But generally speaking, those situations are fine. You know, you're just like, oh, man, sorry, I didn't realize you guys. You know, you're a, luck- you're a lucky guy and you kind of shake hands and then you 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 eject. So those situations don't tend to be too dramatic, you know. They tend to work mm-hmm. out fine.
0: Yeah, Um Where do you find you have the most success? What's the easiest place to meet and approach women?
1: Um, Well, you've obviously got the distinction between the daytime stuff, which Mm -hmm. is in the streets, in stores, in malls, coffee shops, and then obviously you've got the more conventional nighttime bars and clubs and stuff like that. All of the stuff in this in the course is filmed in the daytime largely because it's easier to film you know and it's it's just i mean the
0: whole the club game dynamic is 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 just difficult yeah yeah i mean unless you're young and you're you're uh you know into the scene like i don't want to yell at people no i don't want (laughs) to you know i don't need i don't need the loud whatever and then you know you have fives that act like tens because every thirsty dude in the club is buying them yeah it's it's, yeah. it's it's yeah unless you are uh very high on the pre-selection list like the, yeah the club is like not a good place yeah dive yeah. bars dive bars i think is is much better
1: yeah well so in terms of daytime i mean really the whole thing is you can do this anywhere do you know what i mean like yeah you can you want to practice and get in. You want to get into a social mood, and you want to understand the dynamics of conversation, and these kind of conversations, where effectively you're talking to a woman because you find her attractive, and you can't. You want to get her phone number, or you want to take her out on a date immediately. So you want to get that structure. You want to understand how that that dynamic works, and then you you should be able to do it anywhere. So you could do it in the grocery store, in the laundrette, in the bloody bakery, well, you know, whatever in the wet market in Wuhan. I mean, whatever it is, right? You know, you should be prepared to to walk up and have that conversation. Um, and so, in terms of where it works best, it's sort of like really it can work anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like I've had success in uh, clothes stores, I've had success mm-hmm. in coffee bars, in bookshops, things like this. But what I was gonna say was, I think in a way, things like dive bars, maybe it is somewhat slightly easier because the the, the advantage of approaching in the nighttime is that there is that social expectation that, that mm-hmm. that's going to happen yeah whereas if you if you just approach a girl in starbucks she i mean yeah sure she can love it she'll be really charmed and yeah. like oh god this is cool but equally it's not it's still not kind of not quite. As,
0: socially as acceptable and it's kind of yeah. like every anything that's like normal masculine you know sexual response is shamed oh you can't go up and talk to someone you don't know you monster.
1: Yeah, yeah. You said hello
0: to somebody you don't know.
1: Yes. You're awful. Well, there has been, yeah, there has been some, um, you know, some pushback about that in, in the UK and, uh, you know, recently and mm-hmm. stuff. But, but well, there, was I that, mean-
0: there was a video recently with some girl was doing a TikTok and another kid came up and sat down. They're like outside at a pool area. He just came by to say hi. Absolutely not a negative scenario whatsoever not creepy he just saw a girl and said hey is it okay if i come over and sit here and started talking to her she wasn't interested and he left like that's not i don't understand why uh people would be so against people meeting
1: no no not at all not at all i think it's a shame if it does go that way you know like and it start you see signs i mean you know there's nothing Despite what people say online, there's nothing illegal at the moment about going and talking to some a woman in the daytime. You know, in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know about all over the states, but as far as I know, you know, like it's it's not it's not like it's illegal, but certainly there is moves towards this is bad behavior, this is wrong behavior, and stuff, and that's such a great shame because like we're social animals, right? And surely we should be able to. You know to come together and just and just and just meet and talk and interact, right? I mean it should be a positive thing. Uh,
0: uh we got a I got a question here from this. I think it's a good question here. So Chris Moffat he says uh this is for Troy for the guys out there who might not know this, what's a good close rate?
1: Um well if you uh if you speak to you
0: should probably define close rate. Uh, first, yeah, that. no.
1: Well, okay, so I i guess a close what he's talking about really is uh, when you make an approach and then you get a, a positive result out of it. And I suppose ultimately, a positive result is did you sleep with her? <laughs> you know, to be crude about it, that's the end, that's the ultimate close. end game, isn't it?
0: So, or, uh, is that the terminology? What's the, what's the terminology? Lay close just close. I know there's a number close or a
1: I guess, yeah. I guess, just saying close. Oh, he's saying actually. He's saying date close. Actually, he's well, clarified um, in the chat.
0: Well, well, he's just saying oh, a date close. Well, I mean, so any, day- I think in, in general, what's a good close rate for anybody?
1: Um, if you get to one in ten, if you're doing daytime approach, you get to one in ten. You're doing really, really well. Okay, so it's probably somewhat less than one in ten. It might be about one in twenty or something like that. I mean, I mean, generally speaking, if you talk to twenty girls um you should get something like out of that maybe you'll get four phone numbers maybe a lot maybe a few more whatever you'll get a number of phone maybe you'll get four phone numbers something like that of those um maybe two of them will come out on a date with you and of those maybe you'll end up sleeping with one of them so it's always that sort of it always sort of diminishes down by 50 percent so you know um if you talk to aim to talk to 20 women a week that you've never met before of that you should get about four or five phone numbers Half of those are going to probably flake or whatever. So maybe you get a couple of dates. Uh, and of those, once, you, once you're once you at the stage of getting the date, obviously you know she likes you. There's a decent chance of something happening. It's usually about 50-50 it, uh, in my view. So I, I think that's a reasonable sort of expectation. So then you take two of them out for a date. One of them maybe it just doesn't it doesn't work. But the other one, you end up, you know, she comes back to your place and then it, it progresses from there. So I think that's a not a bad estimation of it
0: yeah i think man because i I don't do approaches because i i don't have time i don't have time to just go out to the bar and like meet somebody so i i I, uh i set things up ahead of time so i have to use the the dating apps and social media to to meet or find people find prospects but i find that i I don't even keep score or whatever the ratio because if you're constantly sourcing new girls like it doesn't really matter you know you may have 30 40 matches on your uh on your um um tinder, and then you know you open all of them. You might get you know a certain percentage of them answer back, and then you know a even smaller number will let you um, take it take it off the off the app and then even fewer will will meet you up,
1: yeah, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. I mean, in in a sense, it doesn't matter because I've gone through periods where i've I've tried to look at it and look at the figures and everything and other times when i don't and i don't now because i'm just like well you know like you want it to be part of your lifestyle you want meeting new people to be just part of what you do like john mld talks about it doesn't he? it's always be closing abc always be closing mm-hmm. so um or, sorry always be sourcing as well mm-hmm. sourcing yes and you know and and to be honest like if you want to bolster doing real life approaches we're doing dating apps as well then then do that because why mm-hmm. not right why not have as yeah. many funnels coming in as possible
0: well you have to you have to put yourself in front of we well, said earlier you have to put yeah. yourself in front of the women you want to be around
1: yes yes
0: and you know you may live in a place where they're not on the dating apps which i find like after a year of lockdowns it seems like dating apps have blown up even more quite honestly yeah yeah i th- i definitely definitely uh, except it's annoying because, like, I'm in the Bay Area and most of them have I'm vaxxed, vaxed, or whatever shit. Really? Yes. Is it? Is it's that becoming a thing now? Yep. Mm. Oh, some of the dating app things are offering like vaxed badges for your profile. Really? Jesus. Jesus. Yes. It's awful. Uh, and then no, I had a matched with a girl and we started talking the other day and um, uh, texting back and forth and she she was like. Oh, I'm hanging out with friends tonight. We're all fully vaxxed. Like, <laughs> you know, what are you doing tonight? Like, I think trying to see what I was doing. It's like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I might go to the bar. <laughs> I might do whatever. It's like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a soft neck. She's not going to get a text back. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. Adam Williams here says that dating apps are a complete cesspool for most average guys. This is correct. But what you need to do, Adam Williams, is not be an average guy. Hmm. Right. We, we've seen this. Uh, 80% top 80% of women choose top 20% of men. So if you're not doing the work to put yourself in that top 20%, you're not even getting swiped. Yeah. Not even getting swiped. But yeah. guess what? That bar of entry is so fucking low. It's so low. If you can, if you, uh, can make 75,000 to 100,000 a year, if you're, six foot tall if you're not if you're below 20 percent body fat you're you're like in the top five percent yeah yeah So like it doesn't take that much work to lift yourself up higher and then if you learn games you learn how to talk to people game changer absolutely definitely uh, chris moffitt here with the super chat just uh thanking us for answering his question that's awesome guys uh, yeah. super chats will get answered pretty immediately so Yeah, good stuff. Don't be stingy.
1: (laughs) Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing about the conversation stuff as well, the conversation skills, is that although the way that I show it in this course is me going and chatting up these girls and then breaking that that down, breaking down those conversations, the truth of the matter is that you need this stuff anyway, right? Because even Mm -hmm. if you're just using the dating apps, ultimately, you're going to have to meet up with her. You, you know,
0: still, and you will even hear a like, conversation in the, uh, the open on your dating app and that stuff. You yeah. have to build you have to build some level of comfort uh, before she is going to meet you or even give you a yeah. phone number off off the off the app.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I found personally right putting myself into really the higher pressure social situation. So like doing these daytime approaches and stuff like that. I found that really useful because not even because that always that's always worked out in itself but once you've done that it makes it a lot easier in these other situations so like if you then go to a bar it's kind of easier because like I say you've got that social acceptance that socializing still happens in bars right so it's a mm-hmm. bit more socially acceptable for you to go up and talk to a girl yeah and that makes that approach a lot easier. And then if you go on dates as well, like if I've been on the dating apps, I get a date from a dating app. When I go on that date, I feel I, I tend to be in good form because mm. I've done a but, lot more social conversations that have been harder to do.
0: So tell me if you think this is a good strategy. So like I take a lot of my uh, dates from the dating apps to the same places because there's other girls there and other people see me with the girls, Yeah, which makes me more attractive.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. Cause I used to, in London, there was a bar actually, it was literally called the player. I don't know if it's still there <laughs> or not, but there was this like lounge called the player. And like at the, at the height of my, you know, womanizing or whatever you want to call it, I was literally going there every night. I was going like five nights a week on dates with different girls um because it was a good venue you know it was like low lighting and nice seats and things like this but it, ironically it was called the player and you do get that kind of social proof because you mm-hmm. get the staff they're seeing you coming in every day and yep. whatever you know so yeah it's cool man it's good
0: yeah 100 percent. no i uh, that's on it that's a thing that you say that the staff so like yeah the staff they notice like the girls in yeah. the mail servers they notice you coming in with girls all the time they give you more attention because they automatically think you're a high status person because how else is this guy coming in here you know with a different girl all the time
1: yes yeah yeah exactly and then potentially you can end up um you know you can end up getting getting them as getting with them as well so yeah it's all it's all good but i think as well just being known in a place where you're it's familiar they're like oh hi how's it going sir? you know kind of thing is good because it just when you're with your date it's giving her that impression oh this guy's kind of cool he's got his you know he's got his social network sorted
0: out and stuff let's see this question here uh this is from stephen he's asking if there's any significant negative effects uh for having fame or is it completely worth it for the status i am like just famous enough for it to be like a nice little like cherry on top sometimes because i'll go Mm. places somebody will recognize me like a lot of security personnel you know and people who work in kitchens watch fights yeah so like like it happens a lot and it's and it's cool because like if i go into a place and people ask me for a picture and i'm on a date like yeah that's that's a good thing but if i was more famous if i was like on connor's level like that could be that could be a pain in the ass because then I, 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 I couldn't really maneuver around as easily as I'd want to. Yeah. Like there, there's really something to the idea about being being rich but not famous.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Somebody but, said. You know, that notoriety, that fame, it's just enough to like to make it nice. But if it was m- too much, it could be a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, John has fame, so picking up chicks will be a lot easier for him. Is that the case, or what do you what do you reckon with that?
0: It's definitely well. It's pre selection. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the that's one of the you know things that you need in order to attract uh, a female is you know pre selection. So how you look, how you dress, what your status is those things that they can see from the outside they matter. So if I have a limited amount of fame, that's that's immediate status. Yeah. That, that immediately strokes their ego. Yeah. So yeah, it does it does help, but it's not like I fell from the sky and had status. Like I had to, I had to fight people in a cage for 18 years <laughs> to, to get that status. Yeah. Okay? So it's like, it's an earned status. And I, and that's one of the things we talk about why guys shouldn't be in committed relationships until their thirties. Because yeah. like You're still working. You're still trying to create yourself. You're nobody until you're like 35, 45 year old, your average guy isn't going to make shit of himself until he's probably 45 years old. Yeah. You yeah. know, so don't Yeah, rush definitely, you. definitely. Don't and rush. also build yourself. You need to build yeah. yourself. That's, the, that's it- the lesson there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't have to be a fighter like me, but you're going to have to build yourself in order to get that status. You could have big status in, you know, golf ball sales. You know? The
1: other thing as well is that I don't know if guys really want to settle down. You know, like genuinely speaking, if you look deep inside, you know, do you really want to settle down with one woman? at the age of 27, probably not really. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you might think you do, but the reality is you're programmed to, you know.
0: Well, the, the, the blue pill kind of brainwashing is that, yeah. Oh, you're going to find the one true love and be together. And you're going to have, you know, access to unlimited sex with that person. And you're going to have a bunch of babies, but that's just not, (laughs) it's not, not the case. Yeah. There might be some outliers who, who have, something similar or like that, but like, you don't really see it. Most marriages end up pretty sexless after Mm. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, and like, I, and I still, I like, I want family. I like the idea of family, but yeah, things have changed so much now. Like there was a time when it was an even trade, like, okay, I'll give up sleeping around. Because I have somebody who's supporting me, cooking for me, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids. I have all these things taken care of by this person that i I support, so i'll I'll you know I'll keep in my pants that's mm. that's a possible mm. trade off I could accept but uh that those things don't happen anymore you're not yeah. you're not getting that out of the deal like yeah. you still have to do everything you're responsible for, but you're not gonna get anything back that normally you would in that relationship,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a sad, sad realities of life, isn't it, really, these days? But
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it is what it is, though, right? You yeah. Know, make the best of it.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And look, there's a, there's a lot of upsides to this as well, right? I mean, you know, we are, there's a lot of sexual opportunities for, for guys out there to, to enjoy. That's a
0: uh, social conditioning. Here I mean, what,
1: would you say, John, would you say, like, I mean, obviously, without, you know, the, the obviously, the having the divorce and everything to bad but terrible thing for anyone to go through. But I mean, w- would you say you're ha- like in some ways happier now, not just because you're not with that particular person, but just being guy on your own terms, you're getting to date all these different women. Is that, is it, is that a better state for a guy or is it, is it if the, re- um, if, if relationships work better, would that be a better? Well,
0: state? Well, when we, yeah, if relationships work better, if my marriage was anything like when we were dating, so we dated for seven and a half years and then we we're married for seven. Yeah. And a half years, like the dating was amazing. Right. But I think that's because there was dread game. There was whatever. She didn't have yeah. the hold she had on me financially. So like the second we got married, like everything changed. Like yeah. He said she was going to do all these things. You know, we'd move to Indiana. We'd, we'd do the family, we'd do whatever. But as soon as we got married, she's like changed her mind. And then she didn't even tell me. She just refused to like do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. it was a very, it was, it was a miserable, probably six years right of, of, of marriage. And I'm much better off and happier now but i'm still i still have a little bit of the salt in the wound because mm. like she took some of my bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> right? Really? She, she took some of my bitcoin and really? um, she was against it and bitched and moaned about me trading it and buying it and i was buying it at like 200 some dollars when i was getting into <laughs> it, right? So it's like yeah. and then i see that and then i'm like i could be a, a millionaire, multimillionaire right now if i just oh, done what i wanted to and bought what i wanted to. And yeah. been my own center point of origin. Yeah. So like, yeah, I am in a better place, happier place. Life's awesome now, but like it is what it is. It still sucks. I don't think it's right. I think it's garbage that somebody mm. can somebody can lie and tell you that this is the way things are gonna be. And as soon as like you you form a deal, you start you form a business. To me, like marriage is a business. You're starting a business together, the family business. Yeah. And if one person needs to be like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna take out the shit, though. Even though I didn't put anything into the business, I'm still gonna take half of everything. Yeah. That that yeah. to me is Gross. Yeah. 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 Bad news um, one. That's so a good question here. Um, is asking what it was it like dating before and after UFC, uh, after marriage. So I started dating my ex before I got into the UFC. And, uh, so I didn't really have a chance to date. I was so focused on fighting and I had a girlfriend and video games. That was like, my whole life was just those three things. Yeah. And um, so I didn't really get a chance to date, but I had friends who would would t- t- tweet out. This is back when like Twitter started. but We tweet out like, "I'm gonna be in Vegas this weekend. What's going on?" And twenty girls in their DMs, you know. So I know yeah. that there was that was too. That was like when when UFC was just kind of getting popular and stuff like that. So like mm. you get a lot further. <clears throat> now yeah. fighters are everywhere. Uh, but I never really got to experience, it. so now I'm kind of experiencing a little bit of the uh, the goodness from the status I've I've created. Mm, mm.
1: Yeah, because it's uh, like I'm just trying to figure out my, for myself: are guys happier when they are effectively they can do their own thing and they're getting lots of sex with different women? Probably they are in a way, but I think we all we all kind of also want that security as well, don't we? Or we also want that main. That main chick, which is why I think mm-hmm. if you can ever get that paradigm where you are effectively you're married and you've got yep. the main the main woman, and then you're doing a little bit on the side as well, you yes. know, and it's it's understood. I think that's why uh,
0: like uh Paul, Paul Benjamin, what's Paul's has yeah, yeah. going on, you know, harem game or yeah. whatever. I think that's I think that's honestly the best. You have one main yeah. and then you have sides, whether whether she's in on it or uh she just turns a blind eye. Yeah.
1: Cause that's what, uh, if you think about it, that's what like rich, powerful guys have done really well, sort of forever. That was,
0: that was one of the things too. I noticed with the relationship was like, you know, I, I flirted and, and was around other girls and, uh, my girl at the time when she was into other girls and, you know, like dated girls. So like, there was a lot of that stuff going on. So there's still some dread game maybe probably going on, but like, yeah. as soon as we got married, I was like, okay, I'm going to be devoted, not answer DMS. I'm not going to do whatever. Yeah, uh, I feel like she lost attraction for me from that. Yeah, it's just you know, so it's like it's like you give them the commitment, and then they lose attraction for you. So it's like yeah, you having your main and then dating other people actually makes you more attractive to her. It makes the relationship stronger. And it sounds backwards, but it seems to like work well way better than any of the other successful relationships I've seen. Because that's the thing I've really been paying attention to lately is. What are the people in long-term successful, I'm air quoting, successful relationships doing? And how are their relationships? And would I want to be in that relationship? Yeah. I, I haven't seen one.
1: Really? Yeah. Most, yeah, it's it's very hard. I mean, I think about people that I know who are married and, and so on. And it, in in most cases, it doesn't look so great from the outside, you know? Yeah. You um, guys but... are usually
0: not getting laid and... You know they're doing a lot of work around the house and doing a lot of work at home and they're not even getting to spend time with their woman it seems like yeah yeah it's i don't know <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's wild yeah um let's see let me get another question here um stevens for you troy do you ever find a wingman or crew approach provides social proof seems like most pickup vids have one dude I get checked out more when uh in a when I'm in a crew of guys or girls. Thoughts.
1: Well that's true. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you're in a group and particularly if it's like high value obviously kind of people around you, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I mean, obviously in the in those videos there's all these other aspects to it like you know, who does somebody else really want to get filmed and uh you know, it's more the practicalities of it. But yeah, if, sure, if you're rolling in a group then that is definitely going to be an advantage but at the same time the skill set really for for the pickup is are you able to, because because it might be that you're going down to the whole foods store to pick up some, up some you know kale or whatever the hell it is right and you see this amazing girl just as you're walking to the checkout and you're on your own because you're just like going out and doing some shopping so in that instance are you able to go and speak to that woman and to to make something happen right and ideally you want to be you want to have that skill set so that you can you can at least give it your best shot right so yeah i agree there's definitely a lot to be said for social game but it's also good to be able to operate on on your own
0: yeah 100% uh so i um i found that it was helpful to uh practice by like talking to cashiers or yeah you know people where you have a limited amount of time to talk to them but they've got to like process the bill or ring the thing or whatever so you have a chance to just talk to them. How's your day going? What's going on with this? Or like, why, what's this doing? Or like, how's that, that vest doesn't look very comfortable. You know, just little small talk. I found that that, that helped out a lot with me getting more comfortable with just talking to people. Uh, yeah. I lived yeah. in an apartment building for a little while and I made efforts to like talk to all the staff and, uh, um, janitors and, you know, cleaning people whenever I could. Hey, how's it going? How's the, how's the lights? What's what you doing there? Like just a little small talk. Yeah. yeah. It helped a lot just getting more socially lubricated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It really does. It
2: really
0: does. Okay. Here's a uh, <clears throat> Irene says uh, $5 shoe chat. Thank you very much. Says, Do you think it's immoral for a man to have side chicks or be open to that and not let your main woman know? Do you think the morality matters? Mm. I I, I uh, so I I don't <clears throat> think it's uh, I don't think it's ever good to lie, mm. you know, and not um, it doesn't mean you have to you just spill your beans, you know, the second you like go on a date and tell them everything that's going on. It doesn't mean um, disclosure, full disclosure. But if if a girl asks me to be committed or whatever, like I wanna, I'm I'm going to be like. You know i i'll give you my number one status girl and give you most attention but like i'm not going to just be with you and yeah they're they're gonna have to accept it or not and then how that's gonna look we'll have to talk about too but um i I just think not telling the truth or sneaking around it's like i don't want to be sneaking around Mm. and i think it's just lesser to like have to lie about it
1: yeah yeah, I think uh, I, I think being upfront about about the fact that you're not looking for something that is, well, you know, committed or whatever, or however you want. You're strictly monog- monogamous. I strictly I think.
0: monogamous because you can be committed without being monogamous.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is the right way to go. Definitely, definitely. And you know, maybe you are going to potentially you're going. You've got to be prepared that you might lose out on some. Girls with that approach, because some girls may just say, "Well, I'm not, I'm not down for that." But 100.
0: That's how you you have it goes, right? One. Yep, you have to be one to do it. So I had, I had, a I had a girl I dated for a while, and we were going to move. She wanted to move in. But oh yeah. I like, oh, I was like, okay, you can, I, you can move in the spare room. You'll have to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> was well, this? That, this like, was, got,
1: was this recently? Was this? This is obviously.
0: like a year. It's like a year ago. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I've got a new main that I'm trying to figure out what's up with, but um. Yeah. So like, yeah. And it was, uh, just a situation. I was like, you know, yeah. I was like, I don't want to take the financial risk to my kids of having somebody start living with me and then things don't work out. And then now I got to pay alimony to somebody who lived with me for a while or some side, so yeah. it's not worth the risk. So I was like, okay, you can move in the spare room. You can pay me rent and I'm going to keep dating. Mm. But she wasn't cool with that. And that's fine. We're both adults about yeah. so it. We hugged and then, uh, we're still very good friends and talk all the time.
1: That's cool. That's she's cool. got,
0: and she went, and uh, he's got a new relationship with somebody else. So everything worked out for everybody.
1: That's cool. Well, you know, that's good. I mean, like, yeah, like you say, like just being upfront. I think, from bitter experience, I think I've found that that is the best policy, really, because you can get yourself into a lot of trouble, and just you know, it just messes everything up. Because they they always they always find out in the end, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They they always, you know, it's so so yeah.
0: So, um, I'm like, man, I don't want to I don't want to have to, like, comb through my bed and pull out hairs and like,
1: yes, be worried about
0: whose panties were left in the pillowcase or I don't I don't want to deal with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. The only the only slight uh, distinction to make, though, I guess, is that it depends on what stage you are, because if if you're very, very early stages and you guys are very clearly casual that you don't necessarily, I wouldn't sit down on like that first date or the second, you know, after you have slept together and say, right, this is how it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could probably let it ride for a little bit, because you haven't no, like yeah, formalized. the.
0: Yeah, it's not you know. full disclosure. You don't have to yeah. like, say everything right out. But like, I'm not gonna lie if I'm asked. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and girls will all the time. It's like, what are you looking for? I was like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't like I had a girl who's trying to make me commit to her before we met. We hadn't even talked on the phone, and that's crazy. Yes, and she's like, "Well, I'm looking for something serious," and I was like, "I haven't even met you." It's like, do <laughs> you date often? I was like, "Yes, I enjoy going on dates. I like to eat out, and I don't like eating alone, so I go on, I go on dates all the time." She's like, "Oh, well, you probably won't be interested." Blah 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 blah, and then trying to get me to like pursue and whatever. I was like, "Look, if you want to go on go on a date. date. <laughs> if yeah. not, bye." that's yeah really, uh, that's full on yeah but no it and it's the the turds today there's so many turds who will just give them whatever they want and yeah they expect it from everybody then
1: yeah yeah it's just crazy isn't it I mean I don't know man The the expectations but the thing is like uh, it's it's really unbalanced to be asking that of somebody though isn't it before you've even met to be trying to tie somebody down for commitment so that's the other thing to bear in mind i mean if people are less experienced you know you've you've got to you've got to like recognize what is appropriate behavior or not i mean it's not like that's not like some you know oh male sort of commitment phobia versus female you know it's just like that's fucking weird to be trying to push for commitment that early on and Mm -hmm. to be to be fair it's pretty weird to be pushing for commitment even within I don't know like the first few months or whatever, right? It's yeah. so it's it, like they's got you've got to grow in an appropriate speed.
0: 100%. It's like I I don't even know if I like the way you smell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Are you going to tell me like you, I can't date anybody else? Like, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds that sounds very I don't know if that's NPD, BPD, that sounds off. Yeah, no okay. it is. It is um let's see here oh this is a good point here did you know man is uh saying uh the video mm. chat is a game changer that and that is uh that's a good idea like a lot of first dates if you can do a video chat date yes. saves a lot of time yeah well like hopefully got,
1: maybe that's one good thing to come out of the pandemic because maybe that will become the norm now
0: yeah getting to see some screen time with somebody before you actually mm. go out yeah yeah yeah. because it's just man i'm yeah i'm tired of these girls sending they use pictures from three years ago Mm. (laughs) they put on 50 pounds (laughs) it's just yeah come on who are you fooling Mm, mm. um
1: yeah chris says if a chick if a chick uh, wants
0: what's that i'm sorry
1: i just say chris says if a chick wants to have the talk before the four to six month mark bad sign Which I think is probably true, right? I mean, you need to have a bit of time to get to know one another before you are trying to formalize it into something.
0: Yeah, Um, I I don't know though. I've had a number of girls who want to have a talk way before the four to six month mark. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they they desperately want to try to lock you down. I I had a ghost chick because she just got like way clingy, like within like we had like four dates. Really yeah, I mean, it might have been spaced out over you know six weeks, seven weeks or something, but like it's like no, sorry, she was a feminist. But, uh... <laughs> well, there you go. That was, yeah, that's the funny thing too. Is you're on a date with the girl, it was the first date, she said something about being a feminist. So I was like, Oh, this is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this article the other day on Twitter. I didn't unfortunately I didn't read it. I'm
1: gonna see if I can find it. It was something about like uh this girl who'd become addicted to Dating Trump supporters, and she was like a, you know, full-on liberal. It's kind of interesting. Somebody, somebody retweeted it. Mm. It's yeah,
0: it's it's, I don't know. Um, Chris again, uh, he says he's on the fence with the uh, with the video call. So you can't escalate, yeah. But this is like you know the seven-hour mark before you know of, of spending time with somebody before getting to sleep with them. So if you're pulling somebody off of a dating app, and you can get um a short video call with them like what i'll do is i'll i'll have a time constraint or something like that i can set it up for a saturday or friday night call or or thursday night call or, or a night that i have my kids right you yeah. can do the call the kids are watching their show i can do the call and uh i got a time constraint because i got to put the kids to bed at a certain time so like this call yeah. be more than 30 minutes possible maybe maybe less Um, so I think that's, that's something you got to try to do is a false time constraint on the video call to make sure you're not, you're not getting stuck on a FaceTime call for an hour with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's way too much investment for, for that early. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, we've been over an hour here and, uh, that's good anything else you want to add about your uh um, your course
1: well only to say that it's open at the moment so dating conversation success it's open at the moment but it is closing tomorrow night so you've got well it's over 24 hours but it's basically closing at midnight est on monday night so if you want to get in then now is the time to to get in um as I say, there's three tiers to it. So you've got the the entry-level tier, the silver tier, where you get the whole video course, which is all of these breakdowns, me talking to these different girls, uh, looking at their reactions, me breaking down all of those interactions. There's about 22 of them going into detail about this is what she's doing, this is what I'm doing, this is good, this is not so good, this is what you want to do, this is what you want to avoid, etc., etc. Then you've got uh, a whole video section on the 12 key principles of conversation, which goes down into the mechanics of conversation. Then you've got a section on daytime approach, day game. Then you've got the PDF, 60 page PDF, going into conversation skills, plus uh, an audiobook version of that as well. So that is all uh, available now. Um, you can get that, just the, the online course itself with the PDF and everything for uh, $297, closes out tomorrow night. There's also the gold tier, which you get all of the above. And you also get uh, five Zoom calls as well, where we have group Zoom calls, and we're doing some group training uh, the week after next. That's uh, four hundred ninety-seven dollars. And there's uh, a platinum tier where you get all of that, the Zoom calls, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, plus, you get three uh, one-on-one coaching sessions with me as well, and that's nine hundred ninety-seven dollars. So that is available now. As I say, it closes out tomorrow night, so now is the time to jump on board. And I think it's a good time for this as well, because you know, as we start to open the up, going
0: to be wild. The
1: summer is, you know, like it's 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 starting to wake up out I'm there, saying, guys. I'm saying you it's going to be
0: hot dad summer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hot dad hot summer. Dad, yeah, man. Yeah I, yeah, my, yeah,
0: I got my shorty shorts ready to go. I put on a little extra beef. Good get stuff, nice and man. Tan. Uh, for everybody. I have. Uh, the link is in the bio. So you guys can click the link. It's my affiliate link to Troy's course. You can click that, check it out. Uh, we have Good another Digi Nomad giving us some Canadian money. Is that what that is? Canadian dollars? Yeah. Troy, uh, John and Troy and Andrew Tate collab would be fire, gentlemen. Probably would. I'm missing. Are you going to get to go to Miami?
1: uh what you mean in the next couple of weeks
0: yeah it's like the um, i think that's
1: probably no i don't think i am right because john was talking to me about it and the problem i've got is that well you've it's all of this quarantine stuff because i've got to be out of the uk for x number of days then i've got to travel to the us and i don't think i can do it because i've got some stuff here and it's just too complicated yeah. so unfortunately i don't think i will later in the year though i'm going to try and get over there um,
0: I'm, uh, yeah. yeah i can't either i've got i i'm going back home Uh, On that the the following weekend, so it's too much of a crunch. I can't do it.
1: It's it's really annoying. Like if it was normal times, I would do it. It's just the it's you know the whole complexities of travel at the moment. It's just uh, you know it's just difficult. So, all
0: right, awesome. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Troy. Thanks for having me. Talking to you. Uh, If you guys don't know, me and Troy are on uh, Rule Zero a lot. We uh, it changes which channel it is on on YouTube, but like we switch around with a few other guys, Rich Cooper and and uh, Modern Life Dating John, Aaron, Clare, those guys, Rolo. So yes. check that out if you guys haven't seen us break down all the relationship mess that's out there. I, I like working with you guys specifically because I feel like we focus on the uh, the nuts and bolts, like mm. the why, like how the car works, rather than, you know,
2: any yeah. crap. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Not, not necessarily even telling you what to do most of the time. I mean, we give it actionable advice, but like, there's a lot of just observation. And like, it looks like this is what's going on. Maybe you should try this.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's a good. Uh, it's it's a good group of guys, isn't it? And I mean, after we had the the break the week before, I thought it was a really good show yesterday as well. It was good to have them back together again. Excellent.
0: All right, Troy. Cool. cool. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Check out Troy's stuff. Uh, check out the uh, the course. I've got all my stuff as usual. Johnfish.net. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, and uh, I'll play these out. I'll put you in the back here for a little bit, Troy. Good stuff. Okay. Cheers, man. All right, guys. That was a good show. I wish I would have had a lot of this knowledge when I was in my 20s. Maybe my teens, but uh, the good thing is, I've got it now, and you can have it now, right, you don't have to go around sexless, friendless, and fat, there's lots of people out there that will help you get better, be better, and spend better time with better women, you deserve it, do the work. Thanks for tuning in. I've got another show tonight. Coach Mo will be on tonight, and we'll be talking uh, everything. So come in, ask some questions, and uh, we'll get back to you. Have a good day. I'll check you all later.